It's a Rich Word. Hi, and welcome to It's a Rich Word podcast, featuring the teachings of Drs. Adam and Ava Richardson of Christian Life Bible Church in Gratina, Louisiana. We welcome you to join us each day to receive a rich word from our pastors over 30 years of ministry. You will laugh, you will cry, you will be inspired, you will transform. We invite you to join us and to tell a friend about the podcast. Subscribe, like, and join us each day for a rich word. All kinds. Amen. Now, now what I was trying to get you to see, what is the evidence that I'm saved? The first proof of evidence that a man is saved is his conscience. It's his conscience. Now let's go back to Romans 9.1. Let's read that. My reader. Romans 9.1. I say the truth in Christ. I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost. Notice what he said. My conscience bear me witness in the Holy Ghost. Now notice what he said, that he's lying, not lying. Paul say my conscience bear witness in the Holy Ghost that I'm not lying to you. And I said to you last week, if your conscience bear witness that you're not lying, it also bears witness when you are lying. But only when a man truly is saved does his conscience give witness. You see, uh, you remember Paul talked about being alive in Christ. We were we who were dead. See, you were dead. Now, when you was dead, your conscience didn't work. When you were dead in sin, your conscience didn't work. You could cuss somebody out and then feel nothing. You could commit a fornication and and then thought nothing of it. It was just a way of life for you. Why? Because, see, you were dead spiritually or dead towards God. But now when you get saved, you become a partaker of God's very own nature. <coughs> and that nature that's only inside of you, it begins to witness the will and purposes of God by the Holy Ghost through the conscience. See, your conscience is the voice of your recreated spirit. See, the conscience is. So my conscience will bear witness. Now, here's, and I'm going to give you a few examples of what I'm talking about. You may have uh, had a person that you perhaps didn't like. But if you truly get saved, and you run into that person. Let's say you're in the grocery store and you run into that person. The first thing going to happen there, if you're truly saved, you're going to feel different toward that person. And the, and the voice of your conscience is going to say, speak. 
just be nice and speak to the person. You haven't done that and you, when you saw that person, you just went in a rage. But now you're not, now, now it's something telling you, you, you know, we say something. Something told me to speak to her. Something told me to be nice. Well, that's your conscience. But remember, your conscience is the voice of your spirit. So, and that's the Holy Ghost working through your spirit uh, and dealing with the conscience. Thank you, Doc. You, you understand that? Now, what's happened here? And so you, 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 you may go and speak. And that person may not be warm and welcoming. But you don't feel bad about that. Now, before you would have felt bad about that. You, you, or you'd have gotten mad too. Oh, I, you know how we do. But you, you didn't even get like that. You say, and you'll say, well, Lord, I did what was in my heart to do. Now, on the other hand, you, you may have a witness to be speak, to speak and to be nice, right? But you won't do it. But your conscience is telling you, speak, but you won't do it. But now you'll walk away and won't do it, but now you, you feel you don't feel good about it. And you start to say, man, I shouldn't have did that. In the beginning, that's, that's how you identify it. You say, something told me to do that. And I feel so bad that I didn't. You see? See, something has happened. Now, this doesn't mean <laughs> that you have changed the way you are. This means on the inside of you, you, this means you're a different person, but you still have you. Because, see, you didn't obey. And see, this is where the mind turns to be carnal. You'll have these witnesses, but you won't obey them. And you'll do it time after time after time after time. You'll have these witnesses, but you won't obey them. You see? Now, I was looking at this, and the Lord was showing me something that really blessed me. He said this here. We are still the same person we were. We are the same person with God, rather, he said, that we are with our parents. <laughs> that we were with our parents, our teachers. You say, but you're still that same person in attitude and in disposition. See, we are. Yes. Most of you, I would say 90% of us were just stubborn. And we still stubborn. You're highly developed in it now. Sophisticated with it. Yeah. 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 You see, 
If you were a person that was that didn't obey your parents, pay no attention to your parents, you're still that person. Said so, no, Pastor. Yeah, you're still that person. Now life has taught you a few things, but it haven't really, it but you haven't really changed that person. Why? You say, well, I'm saved. But saved, you see what saved does? Saved give you a conscience to do the right thing, but it doesn't make you do the right thing. Now, what makes me do the right thing, or what causes me, rather, we can't say make, but what causes me to do the right thing is the fact that the mind is renewed. You are the same person you were as a child. Now, you're that same person now as a grown-up until the mind is renewed. Same person. You had a, you had a problem with authority as a child. You still got it. until the mind is renewed. One of the things I like to ask people, especially when I'm going to work with them, I ask them, how were you with your parents? Hey, didn't I ask you that, sir? Sherman? Yes. I did, huh? Yes. Let me tell, tell them I asked you. You did. Yes. See, I don't know how you are with your parents. Because if your mind isn't renewed, you're still the same person. Now, you got some good things in you because you're gifted. Amen. Anointed. All of that. But you still got some issues. And I need to know how to be able to relate to you with those issues. You had a problem with your daddy? then see, you're going to give me a problem. But I know you appointed to work with me, but you're going to give me a problem. But I need to be prepared to, to deal with it. Because if somebody don't challenge you, you're not going to come out of that. And then challenging you is such a delicate thing. I could run you away or I could help you. So I need the help of the Holy Spirit. And so now I know how to pray in the Holy Ghost for you in certain areas. I, I can't pray in the natural. I say, Lord, I, what we do about his attitude? But I can't. I, then I got to go straight into the spirit. Keep praying there. Keep praying there until I find the wisdom to deal with your attitude. See, it's not that things aren't supposed to be, but a lot of times things are killed before they come into flourishing because we can't deal with each other. 
That's what I was telling some of my pastor friends. I said, y'all want a church problem free. There ain't no church like that. <laughs> you talk about it. Man, these people, man, that's, that's what you're there for, to solve that problem. Now you need the wisdom of God. You can't get frustrated about it. You need the will of God in dealing with it. See, I, know, I need to know when to talk and when not to talk. I need to know when to encourage and when not to encourage. See, there's a time for all that stuff. But the Holy Ghost keeps you in, in sync anyway. But now the mind has to be renewed, you see. But the Holy Ghost is the one who renews the mind. But he needs your cooperation to make it happen. You see, he renews your mind through the word. Now, if you don't attend to the word, then his hands are tied. Because that's all he deal with, with what Jesus said, what God said, what God wants, what Jesus wants. What they want to, want to be done. That's all he deals with. Are you listening? That's why I tell you all these messages about your haters and all of that stuff. I ain't doing you a bit of good. Because the Holy Ghost don't deal with no haters. He give you wisdom how to deal with them. But you ain't got, you ain't got nobody hating on you that bad. That you need to be fooling with that. You need to just think about growing up. Forget them. They ain't stopping nothing. Amen. I was talking to the Lord there again last night. In, in dealing with a little bit with this. I said, now help me. Holy Spirit to respond. The way Jesus would when someone has treated him wrong and not the way I would respond, but the way he would respond. And then uh, I was dealing with a little, and then, you know, you know how stuff pop up in your mind? I was dealing with a little something pop up in my mind, you know. And I'm saying, well, I was right here. They didn't do this or they didn't do that. And because I want to do right, the Holy Ghost teaches me. Now, what happened? I was thinking, well, I'm right here and they didn't do this or they didn't do that. And then he said, now, thank Adam. I said, okay. What they didn't do, you could have. You didn't have to wait for them to do it to you. You should you could have did it to them. But sometimes you feel like you are somebody that everybody need to respect. And rightly so. You get it? But if they don't respect you, respect them. Instead of getting out of balance about what somebody didn't do toward you. Just do what they supposed to do toward them. Now 
that's tough. Because you got to battle some things to do that. See, you have to battle a few things to do that. Amen. So, it's one thing, you see, you, 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 you really got to, you got to really see. All right, let's go. You st- you're in Romans? Am I helping anybody? All right. Look at Romans 12, too. I want to show you something. Now you follow me? Let's read Romans 12, 2. And be not conformed. Be not conformed. To this world. Yes. But be ye transformed. But be ye transformed. By the renewing of your mind. By the renewing of your mind. That ye may prove. Uh-huh. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, now here, here's where I just made this statement. The Holy Spirit is the one who renews the mind. But now remember, you have to cooperate with him. Now, how do I cooperate with him? Well, I have to tend to the word. I have to tend to the word, you see. Because that's where he deals. That's where he enlightens me at. Amen. You can't go to the Holy Spirit talking about your neighbor. He deals with the word. How many of y'all understand that? Now, here's another issue. Now, in order for you to get in position, believe me now, there's a position that you get into. And that's why I'm telling you most people don't ever get here. But you can get here. Most people don't even have the knowledge that they should get here. But you, you have it. Now listen, you have to get in position for him to help you. And he, he wants you to get there. But now look at, look at 2 Corinthians 10. <coughs> Just further proof of what I'm talking about. Casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. No, 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 no. Verse 4. Start at verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare. Now notice what he says. The weapons of our warfare. Are not carnal. Are not carnal. But mighty through God. Yes. To the pulling down of strongholds. Now, now here's what I you, you follow me? Yes. It's a warfare. The, the process of renewing the mind will cause you to enter into spiritual warfare. You listening? You, you, you got to fight to renew your mind. So what I'm trying to get you to see, this is something that's vitally important to you. 
but it's not going to be easy to do. It's, 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 it's important, it, it's necessary, but it's a warfare and getting it done. You enter into warfare to get it done. So, when you clearly can understand that, you'll see that it takes determination. Well, that concludes today's episode. We thank you so much for joining us, and we hope that you were inspired and encouraged. We invite you to join our live broadcast on Facebook and YouTube. We can be found on Facebook at Christian Life Bible Church and on YouTube at CLBC Family. We invite you to tell a friend and to join us each week for our live services. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you again.